0: This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station.
1: Open for Business is powered by Bosboulet.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. BFM 89.9,
2: good morning and welcome to Open for Business, the show that dives into the journeys and ventures of entrepreneurs and business leaders. This morning on the show, FN the founder and CEO of Kakitangan.com, a cloud payroll and HR software provider. Kakitangan.com is a one-stop platform for all your HR needs, a system that empowers businesses to work with a fully automated HR system that covers all the typical things. We're talking about payroll, leave, claims and attendance, and uh, so, That you can focus on growing your business. Today on Open for Business, you will learn what took two former Microsoft Office engineers down the road of building this HR platform, the success and failures along the way, and what it means to become the people operating system for SMEs in Malaysia. Effin, welcome to the show. Thank you, Roshan. Uh, hi, good day to everyone. Uh, happy to be here. Um, Efen, good to see you again. I think the last time uh, we were in the studio was sometime last year. We were talking about your partnership with uh, Coup at that point. right? Yeah. So now when we take a look at the tech space or where you are right now, so you've been mm-hmm. on this journey for uh almost 10 years now, eight years, so 2015 you started. You were a former Microsoft Office engineer along with your co-founder, I believe. Uh, Talk to us about what led two Microsoft Office uh, engineers down the road, came
0: back to Malaysia and started this business. Um, It's a fun story, right? So, um, I've been with Microsoft uh, for 10 years uh, in the Office engineering team. So, my co-founder spent five years in the office, and other five years in Bing.com. I spent five years in Microsoft. We uh, started from the office uh, 2010. Uh, we created SMS in the Outlook, um, and then uh, SMS in the SharePoint, and uh, move on. We uh, created the apps for the office, and also that time the when the first multi tenancy of the SharePoint was actually created in China, and we were in the team. So we one day my co. founder founder said, look, Evan, um, I think, uh, I'm prepared to come out after the 10 years in Microsoft. <laughs> I said, great. Okay. Uh, when, when are you coming out? Right. So uh, let me schedule. Uh, so, so finally I pull a dev manager out uh, from Microsoft, uh, along with me. So then we can start the journey. We thought both of us were good in making software for companies to use. Um, and, uh, due to the participation of the early journey of the cloud in inside the microsoft office we thought uh, okay let's make a cloud office office Um, so i came back to malaysia spoken to 30 40 uh, different companies and asked them what do they want most people tell me that uh, please give us a leaf systems Uh, that's where kakitana started so we spent a lot of effort like first one, two years, uh, do nothing but leave uh, leaf systems. Uh, a lot of people still think that the uh, Kakitana leaf system is one of the best in the town. Um, but th- from there, uh, one funny thing happens and we realize uh, uh, the leaf system doesn't bring us money. Mm. Uh, so so very, very few people would r- pay money for the ba- uh, leaf system. then that's the journey day after to to figure out what to you know uh, do to make money. From there onwards. So for the first two years, you said you were working on the focus on the leaf system. Mm-hmm. That was that, that didn't generate any revenue. Um, very few, right? Uh-huh. A little bit, just uh, not enough to cover the operations. So uh, there's a few engineers. Uh, so we have data centers, and um, we we capture uh, customers one by one. I talk to one by one and tell them what's, what what was the good thing about it and why they use it. Um, in a couple of months we are wrapping out to somewhere around um, one thousand uh, users in, in just few months at that time. So we thought, oh, okay, we have attraction. Mm-hmm,
1: um, mm-hmm.
0: But my revenue is like few thousand ringgit a <laughs> month, right? So um, then we we, we start uh, exploring different type of uh, monetization. At the beginning, we were looking at the US market. There was a company that give you a HR system and sell medical insurance. Uh, the company name is called Zenovets. It's also in uh, uh, interesting story uh, at that time. Um, We tried and we quickly realized it it didn't work for us. Um, Particularly um, in US, the medical cost is extremely high. If Mm. you don't have a medical insurance, you are dead. Um, That's number one. And number two, um, when Obama was uh, in the administration, uh, there was Affordable Care Act launch. uh, They call it Obama Care Act that enforced uh, any company that's 50 people size and above are mandatory to buy medical insurance for the staff. So we don't have that here. so we realize quickly. Realize, okay, um, that, that that model doesn't work. Uh, we start uh, developing. So we ask around on our customers. Uh, uh, so at that time already thousands of companies using it. Uh, Most of them are free, (laughs) so so I shouldn't call them customers. Um, Users, users, users. So, 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 I I, I ask them, what do they want? Um, Happens that uh, payroll is a painful thing. Um, There are three times more uh, requests on the payroll software uh, than anyone else. So we built it in the second year. And from there onwards, uh, Payroll became our uh, biggest revenue contributor until today. And uh, I understand
2: that this time of year that we're in right now is a very busy time for you. (laughs) Uh, EA Forms galore. EA
0: Forms Suddenly a lot of people realise, jeez, I need to get my EA Form out and I couldn't, or the, it's too expensive, or I lost my data, and they said, "Look, I need to pay online pay- something." <laughs> that, that this is the
2: moment. Um. Today, Evan, what is the I guess the range of services uh, on Kakitang.com? I know you've got um, the mm-hmm. the obviously the the mm-hmm. leaf which was the leaf system, which was a very popular thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, payroll, obviously, as you brought up as well. Mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier claims, attends that sort of thing. What what is the full uh,
0: suite today, and mm-hmm. uh, what are the most popular features? Actually, um, payroll remains the most popular one. Mm. Um, particularly a lot of people realize they need to move to their payroll to online. Uh, actually, in Malaysia, uh, easily 90% of companies are still having payroll data in someone's machine. Wow, right? really? So uh, if you have the payroll data in someone's machine inside the company, be it yours or someone else or a payroll outsourcer, tomorrow open a laptop and it crash. Mm. Immediately you're hit in a trouble. You can't wait until next month. So this month, you need to get everything sorted out uh, so that your next year e-form are not uh, disrupted. Uh, Your audit uh, uh, is not uh, affected as well, right? So um, it happens that uh, people realize it's like uh, just if uh, payroll is online, um, my laptop crash, I can always switch to uh, another machine and business as usual. Um, Another drive is also the uh, people behind the payroll where, whether they can actually afford to actually move around mm. uh, i always remember there was a case uh, a 30 packs uh, accountant for accounting firm there was two partners one partner that does the payroll one day he passed away mm. so the company immediately in crisis right the the f- partner freak up and 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 no one can access the guy's laptop and uh, they realized, hey, wait a minute, uh, we were using Kakitangan, So they reached out to us, we checked the SSM, this is another director. I gave a call uh, to the number the wife because, uh, yes, my husband passed away. Um, so we moved, uh, grant the payroll access to, to, to the next person. Business continues. Um, so these kind of things that we realize um, that, that drive the company is moving. All right, the next one uh, that I think fair to mention at the moment, It's uh, time attendance for some reason uh, that uh, it grows like uh, four times faster than any other modules at the moment. Um, Probably because after the pandemic time, uh, a lot of people are asking uh, the staff back to the office. But uh, tracking attendance is just one thing. Uh, I I see the common usage being, say, I have a shop uh, or two. I need my staff to open the gate at what time? So you, mm. you better make sure you go and open the gate and clock in to let <laughs> me know. So, so that, that's, uh, that's one of the usage. Another one, it's the uh, service people, sales people. If you tell me you are visiting five customers today, can you clock in your time attendance there, take a picture and write a few memo notes. So, so that, that becomes a popular request as well. Evan, am I correct in understanding that these are all uh, SaaS
2: offerings? So you're SaaS charging offering. subscriptions as opposed correct. to selling the software, correct? Correct, correct, correct. Um, and there's a bit of flexibility in terms of the number of modules that you want to buy on. Yes. yes. Payroll being the most popular one, as you mentioned. Correct. think um, we're got to go into a few messages. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about the early days and what it was like building the uh, minimum viable product uh, that we today know as Kakitangan. Okay. Folks, I'm speaking with Evan Kuti, founder and CEO of Kakitangan.com, a cloud payroll and HR software. Provider. I'm Rushin Gunnison. You're listening to Open for Business. We'll be back in just a bit, so keep you at BFM 89.9, the business station.
1: Open for Business will reopen in a few moments. Powered by BossBully.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. Backing female ministers. BFM 89.9, the business station. Open for Business is powered by BossBolle.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary.
2: BFM 89.9, welcome back to Open for Business. I'm Roshan Kunnison and this morning I'm speaking with Effen Koo, the founder and CEO of Kakitangan.com, a cloud payroll and HR software provider. Um, You know, early days of building a business, there are things that, you know, either can make your business or can kill your business. Yeah, we almost get killed a few times. (laughs) So talk to us about that, right? As you were building in the early days of Kakitangan, what were the the key, I guess, the key wins and also
0: the things that almost killed the business? I think at the beginning, what we didn't realise is that uh, uh, cash flow management is that important right so we were uh, very optimist uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, or, or we say naive maybe um, that we say okay we will always survive things will always get better and what if things doesn't turn good right so um, at the beginning when founders uh, and early engineers collectively put in like 1.2 to 1.5 mil uh, ringgit um, and then we kind of finishing, so that was the time that we uh, realized we need to raise a round of funding. So uh, we w- were shopping around, <laughs> not shopping around, asking <laughs> around. <laughs> um, so there are there are potential investors talking to us, uh, but eventually we went to equity crowdfunding. Um, uh so so the cash is actually running out because uh you know the sales wasn't uh, doing that well right so um, but it was growing so we <clears> thought <throat> uh, you know uh, that that that's a you know, a good investment case so we went through an equity crowdfunding at 2016 a lot of people still remember uh we raised one meal in a day uh, wow. eventually uh it was uh uh, but the, the magic was that the number of our investors were 10 times more than any other cases at that time. So, Security Commission thought uh, it's a real case of mm-hmm. ECF. They brought us uh, to show around and uh, Karamjit uh, from Digital New Asia um, in his weekly review actually says uh, something like thanks, thanks to Kakitana.com uh, ECF finally have a breakup moment. <laughs> so, wow. So, th- that was a history moment uh, where no one heard about ECF those days. Um, so we raised 1.5 and in fact we're almost finishing it as again. All right. So um we didn't. We, we only realized later, much later, that uh, SaaS online business, uh, SaaS uh, online software for SME is one of the hardest business to mm-hmm. to, to break even. Um, that there, there's some articles on Kura to check <laughs> it out. Uh, so thank thank God uh, we we survived the pandemic. But you know what happened during the pandemic? Uh, when I have a few thousand. Uh, ka- companies are running on kaki Tenghen. Every lockdown, uh, twenty to thirty percent of company gone, mm. and the remaining more than sixty percent of uh, people doing headcount and pickup. Yeah, so that that was scary. There was three lockdown in two year, so uh, thank God uh, we were in a growing trend. Uh, we. We, we lost the magical growth like uh, 100% a year uh, pre-pandemic. Uh, during pandemic, we were doing 10%, uh, but still growing. So um, BFM Capital as well as uh, OSK uh, Venture, when they look at it, okay, you have a good purpose uh, and we thought it's helping the country. So they come in and support the dream, uh, help us to uh, continue create uh, a scale um, that uh, we are hopefully uh, break even in the next 12 months. So you
2: were growing at 100% uh, annually before the pandemic. During the pandemic years, it was 10% annual growth. Uh, What was it
0: like last year and what do you expect growth to be going forward? So uh, last year after the pandemic it was bounced back to 30%. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next year growth uh, we are still hopeful. Uh, plus minus is there but uh, after we have the normal ordinary operation so we are trying to um, increase our um we, we call it annual recurring uh, revenue uh, mm, ARs or, uh, AR of stacking uh, more ARs onto it so uh, we continue to do more traditional companies we continue to do uh, bigger size companies uh, so th- th- those are what we are working on and hopefully expecting uh, another 30 to 50% growth a year if uh, things are work out
2: yeah. Uh, the SME space, uh, the target market of SME businesses is very wide, right? So you've got Mm -hmm. the bigger enterprises in that space. You've got the smaller enterprises in that space. Um, Do you see a sweet spot in terms of uh, the size of the company, in terms of what's worth acquiring into your business? So people Mm -hmm. are making... Uh, 50 million, 20
0: million, what are you seeing? Actually, uh, in Malaysia context, uh, uh, normally where everyone's fighting is somewhere around 50 to 200 people size. Mm -hmm. Um, Because uh, if you think about it, onboarding a 20 people size company and 50 people size company, you are spending about the same cost structure um, whereby you start getting a little bit profit uh, post uh, 20. Um, Actually, uh, cases like 10 people and below um, in general, it, it, we don't make money. Mm. In general, so um, if you fact, if you charge people, say uh, five hundred to a thousand ringgit a year. Um, Consider your marketing uh, cost, your marketing salary, your sales cost, uh, your onboarding cost, data center, etc. Yeah, the long-term long term value doesn't meet the customer acquisition cost. Basically, uh, so 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 in general, um, the you know lifetime value uh, doesn't cover, mm. uh, unfortunately. So um, this is. Uh, the situation that we are still trying to figure out how can we uh, uh, make the model more sustainable uh, because uh, sometimes we, we we felt those are the companies that needed us most. It was the boss who are doing it and everyone knows that uh, boss time is the most expensive line in SMB. Yeah. And a lot of people has been saying that, hey, uh, you know, normally in three years time, 50% of SMB it. Is gone, right? Mm-hmm. So if we can help SME to be uh, better and uh, stronger, that actually is helping the Malaysia economy. So uh, uh, ultimately, that's the higher purpose where, where we started, Kakitangan. Uh, can you tell us
2: where Kakitangan um, is in terms of revenue? Are you in the mm-hmm.
0: eight-figure range, nine-figure, uh, seven seven-figure range? Where are you? So we are doing somewhere around 5 million. Mm. Um, uh, negative now. So next year, we, we, we are planning to get back to the positive um, say somewhere if we can do somewhere around six to seven we're talking
2: about revenue here or we're talking about profits here revenue revenue All right. Revenue. Uh, so you're talking about as a negative growth into this year and then next year you're looking to grow again further yeah. um, growth drivers going forward what are the key focuses for
0: the company um, so the entire company is uh, no uh, the, the, that's an FN's tree number <laughs> throughout, <laughs> throughout the last uh, eight years probably so uh, it's always the number of customers mm-hmm. uh, your average revenue mm. as well as the retention um, so all of us are focusing on this. So, the, so it, the strategy from year to year is just that, for example, uh, if I receive an investment at the time, so I want to grow my base, right? So uh, more investment was spending to capture the number of customers, mm-hmm. right? So when we get more established, uh, then we are talking about how are we going to be more efficient? So with the, you know, the same amount of customer, uh, can the average revenue go up? Um, as well as the retention, how can we do better than that uh, we are the one chosen one that the customer always said, okay, this is the one that we go for, not the others. Yeah. Outside of um, retention and mm-hmm. essentially
2: upselling uh, current clients, um, is there anything else that you're looking at in terms that will
0: mm-hmm. grow the company going forward? Okay, so just now we we, we actually uh, if you realize that uh, when we talk about the business model, uh, one is actually growing the the, the the customer base to be having higher average revenue mm-hmm. so so higher revenue uh, it would be able uh, it is either is bigger customers or another mechanism it's you have more things to sell. Right, so so always that two lines. So so the more thing to sell, it could be from yours or it could be from platform pay. Play. Mm-hmm. Um So that's where the uh, uh, collaboration with CashGo comes in, and then we we are putting more values the, to the customer. Say, hey, I, actually, I can try this out. I can try that out. And things like that.
2: Because you have a platform where people are actively using, so there are other things that you can mm-hmm. put on your platform and essentially earn a commission from the sales of those products. Yes,
0: uh, we, we have been. Uh, you know when we started we, we, we call it we actually call it the people operating system we mm-hmm. say look uh, you know every phone every company computer has an operating system company has an operating system so we wanted to create a people operating system and we hope um, Malaysia SMEs are using a people operating system hopefully um, majority are ours but uh, that was the initial dream. Of course, uh, after all <laughs> you sell the 10 years, you realize your customer doesn't get what does it mean by people operating system. <laughs> so you just tell them do payroll, go kakita man. <laughs> That's where it gets into our
2: marketing. Uh, I think we have a few minutes before we go into the news bulletin. Uh, give us a sense for, I guess, mm-hmm. the uh, profitability uh, of this
0: business and your pathway to profitability. Okay. Um, the most important thing it's uh, is actually the entire mathematic modeling. Mm -hmm. So uh, we we break uh, our cost structure into three parts, right? So uh, one is a cost structure that acquire the customer. Another one is a cost structure that retain and support the customers. And the last part is your R&D and general management, right? So first of all, uh, lots of us making mistake that uh, we spend too much money to acquire a customer that doesn't give you enough return. So uh, we, have, we, we have seen competitors uh, actually doing uh, 10 million ringgit uh, losses to get 1 million revenue. Mm. So the, the, because what happened is uh, have, uh, the last 10 years, a lot of people was hoping that, uh, yeah, you know, HR and payroll software could, could be uh, one part of a fintech. And a lot of people raised funds in Singapore. Um, but Singapore market is very much saturated uh, on the HR software. Government has been giving uh, grants for the last 20 years uh, for SMEs to get the HR software for free. So Singapore market is gone, right? So when they raise funds uh, and where, where, where do they go? The first place is their neighbor mm. <laughs> that speak English. So, so Malaysia, there has been, uh, you know, uh, again and again a lot of competition. Um, but the moment you spend a lot of money, Whereby you spend ten ringgit to acquire a one ringgit uh, annual recurring revenue, then the next question is, uh, uh, what is the uh, lifetime value, right? So if it is three years to five years time, so if it is lost and then that model got a problem, so if you are doing one ringgit to acquire one ringgit, okay, then the second year, third year, maybe you can actually get some profit out of it. So that that is the modeling proper. And what are the,
2: I guess, where are you in terms of margins for the business and uh, when do you expect to reach
0: profitability? Uh, We expect uh, to reach, actually we are getting back to positive cash flow in this few months. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and profitability this year. Yes, and profitability this year. Last month was uh, negative few thousand.
2: Folks, I've been speaking with Evan Koo. He's the founder and CEO of Kakitangan.com, a cloud payroll and HR software provider. Up next, we'll talk about the early days, the challenges ahead and fundraising plans. I'm Roshan Karnison. You're listening to Open for Business. Keep your here at BFM 89.9, the business station.
1: Open for Business will reopen in a few moments. Powered by BossBully.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. Begin free Malaysia. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Open for Business is powered by BossBollet.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary.
2: BFM 89.9. Welcome back to Open for Business. I'm Roshan Kunnison, and this morning I'm speaking with Evan Ku, the founder and CEO of Kakitangan.com, a cloud payroll and HR software provider. Uh, Evan, you've been on this journey now for, it's 2015, you started in 2015, it's now 2024, so nine years. Mm -hmm. Um, Talk to us a little bit about the early days, right? What did Kakitangan look
0: like in the first year of operations? How many people did you have? What did the first version of the product look like? So, So, at the beginning, uh, you know, it's me and my co-founder. So to engineer, um, slowly we landed another engineer. We landed another designer. So the whole team is still very engineering driven. I'm the only sales and marketing. And everything. <laughs> um, it, it, I think I, I, I was the only marketing person all the way until 30 packs, maybe. Um, so that was a journey. So that, the, the few engineers, are. uh, uh, uh Continues uh, whereby we start realizing, okay, uh, we need to have people talking to customers for the first time, and we need to have uh, customers that supporting the customer. Uh, 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 we have to have uh, colleagues uh, supporting the customers uh, after that. Um, so that's landing of the first uh, customer support. Um, my requirement was, uh, I still remember, my requirement was uh, pretty simple. I was say someone who has a better English. Uh, communication skill than me <laughs> uh, just, uh, so I call it the customer ambassador you are supposed to write a love letter to customers <laughs> we interviewed 20 uh, you know fresh grads and, and finally landed one so so the government says it right we need to wrap up our uh, English speaking uh, 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 communication um, now uh, then uh, after the customer support uh, then finally uh, you, you need to capture more customers in a month so you start hiring a salesperson um, when you have more salesperson and then they start forming into teams um, and also when times go by, there are more specialization happening. So the support people actually was broken into the onboarding people and the support uh, separately. Uh, the salespeople are uh, broken into the new acquisition and uh, renewal uh, uh, sales uh, where they are in a different SOP and operations mechanisms. So this is the evolution of the business over the long term.
2: This the organization. Yeah. The organization, right? Mm-hmm. So you started with <laughs> two engineers. Yeah, got yeah. people as you needed them, and then yeah, eventually yeah. they needed to specialize into particular areas. Yeah. Today we are at somewhere around fifty packs, if uh, we include the incense. Yeah. Key challenges. I um, find this is, as you mentioned, a competitive space as well. A lot of money has been put into it, yeah. uh, into the industry because of that mm-hmm. fintech uh, hope. <laughs> uh, you know that you know if you get people on, then you can sell businesses on other solutions. Um, what do you see as key challenges for the payroll and cloud, the cloud payroll and HR software uh, business mm-hmm. uh, this year? This year,
0: uh, or at okay. least going forward. Okay, um, I think more and more people are. This, uh, discovering the uh, that uh, they really need an online payroll service. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, from the early days, the from the early days how you are how they ask you uh, that uh, the, the the questions and today uh, is quite different. Mm-hmm. In the early days, they will say, "Look, uh, is there any security concerns? <laughs> uh, uh, putting in your cloud, I don't feel secure." Uh, now, now they all know, right? So yeah. putting in their computers is even less secured. So uh, we 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 don't hear those uh, already, but we start hearing more requests like a twenty people size company that's asking for e appraisal systems. You know, in the in oh. the old days, uh, we were assuming actually fifty packs and below they don't ask this kind of questions. Mm. You know um, the because what happened is uh in the actual journey normally um, it is a evolution of your internal performance uh, from from ten packs all the way to hundred packs you probably change your performance appraisal and evaluations uh, mechanism for at least three four times. Um, so the best uh, software that actually entertain these kind of changes are Excel. So we just <laughs> we, we just say look, uh, okay, uh, you know you're gonna change it uh, every year. You're gonna review and you probably need to change it. Uh, so so we have an employee profile you can attach to the Excel that the staff manager and the HR see the same thing uh, before you put into the software because we try also you know that that there are for example free OKR systems out there. Um, uh, if you start keep changing you realise very fast that uh, the software doesn't fit your purpose you Mm -hmm. need to go back to Excel again uh, until it is stabilised but there are more and more people asking for it which is interesting Um, so we we kind of feeling that uh, maybe the hr software for smes is slowly hitting into the tipping point and mass market uh, in in the coming years um, according to the theory of the crossing the chasm mm-hmm. the tipping point uh, we we felt it should be about there already uh, if I understand correctly, you've raised
2: around 9 million ringgits in starting, so around 2 million US mm-hmm. dollars, yep. mainly used to scale operations to the next level and grow the business. Yep. Um, now, a key challenge, I guess, uh, uh, just to follow up on that point, is going to be building this moat, right? Because if there are other players in the space, people are yep. going to end up looking for price war, essentially. Yes. Um, how are you going to go above the price war, build mm. a brand for yourself, Mm-mm.
0: and win in this space? Um, yeah, this is an interesting discussion. Uh, in a lot of cases, unfortunately, we realise uh, we, we just cannot uh, uh, meet the price for. Mm. So, um, the the reality is this. Um, while people is selling at uh, 40% of your price, um, and you have a choice to continue to follow Mm -hmm. or you really uh, need to focus on building the right components for customers. So that's the uh, continued investment we are putting in um, that uh, the the engineering team uh, since 10 years ago uh, we have been having daily morning sing-up for the last 10 years and uh, work on the important changes uh, that customer asks Mm -hmm. us to do for every single month we have one to two version release every release carry like five to seven fixes Um, so we have been doing that for the last 10 years we will be doing that for the next 10 years ultimately uh, as we were saying that we wanted to be the software that uh, there's no brainer that uh, SME think okay uh, is kaki tangan uh, no point to check with others. Um, it is because we have been do, uh, we will, we uh, we are putting so many uh, localized elements into it that the international vendor wouldn't bother to do it. The surface one they will do, but uh, let me give you some specific example. For example, when the uh, pandemic happens. Um, the, the, the EPF allows a company to actually extend the payment for six mm-hmm. months right so uh, we actually went and reverse engineered the payment file for it Uh, without any format or guidelines. uh, um, And none of the vendors do that. So you're keeping basically a pulse on what the Malaysian SME
2: needs. Correct, correct. Uh, I think to wrap up our conversation here, um, tell us a little bit about the key goals and aims for the next few years, including Mm. what kind of potential exit you see for this company. Okay.
0: You know, high level one, uh, I've been saying that that is, uh, we hope to help SME in Malaysia uh, to become greater companies and that helped Malaysia economy to be stronger, bukit mah Negara. So our road of uh, helping it is really making this uh, better and better for, 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 for SME to be able to grow better when they use Kaki versus not using Kaki Tangan. Um, we, of course, internally, we, we hope to increase the speed of the growth of the annual recurring revenue. We hope to increase the growth of the profit. Um, we would seek uh, right panels whether there's IPO or there's M N A, uh, we're looking for right panels uh, there are lots of discussion that uh, some people would say look think uh, we have a huge SME base here larger than yours how about this uh, we, we, we can partner it up and put Kakitangan's uh, solution into our base and immediately that wrap up the revenue right um, another mechanism is look uh, Kakitangan you already have a base Um, the margin of uh, the software uh, is that slim okay we have another product with uh, better margin and people wanting it okay can we put that product into your base so it's either way so we we, we we're happy to talk to different partners from time to time
2: Evan, it's been a pleasure speaking with you thank you so much for your time thank you so much Have a good day, Roshan and everyone. I've been speaking with FNKU, the founder and CEO of Kakitangan.com, a cloud payroll and HR software provider. I'm Roshan Kennison. You've been listening to Open for Business. Up next, we've got Resource Center. So keep it here to BFM 89.9,
1: the business station. Are you open for business? Register your company with BossBullet.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary.